Hi everyone and welcome to First Rank Fire. This is a podcast that gives me the chance to chat with some of the best people from around the 40k community. I'm your host Ben and in today's episode we'll be chatting with a fellow member of the Interviewers Guild. Uh, he's chatted with some of the most incredible people in the whole year, that's for sure. Uh, and he did a good job of it as well, which feels like a pretty difficult thing to do. Not only is he a good interviewer, he's also the, the harbinger of doom, one of the chaos pantheons chosen in this material world, dedicated to the falling of the Imperium and the burning of the galaxy. Welcome to Shoash, aka to Lord of Chaos. No, thank you for having me. What a wonderful intro. That was brilliant. I'm glad. Yeah, I, it's, I do this. I started this off when I very first started this podcast. Th- this was th- episode 31, so 30 episodes ago. I was mm. like, I'm going to start off, be, be really nice. And now I've had to come up with 31 different intros for people and be nice in different ways. And honestly, it's, it's, it's testing me, that's for sure. No, oh, no, it's, uh, yeah, especially when you've got such different people on. Uh, yeah. Knowing what to say at the beginning of it is uh, one of the trials and tribulations of it, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, how are you doing? Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate no, it. Thank you for having me on. No, I've been really excited about this. So we were just discussing beforehand, I'm usually on your side of things, as you said in the intro. So no, it's it's nice to uh, be on this side, I suppose. Yeah, it, always, it feels weird being on this side, especially, I guess the good thing is you don't have to do any editing or anything like that on the other side of it. So it's That's a true. Nice easy job for you after. That's very true. I'll just uh, let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, the, I get that pleasure. Yeah. Okay, I'll, uh, I normally kick off with a very specific question, but this time, uh, Lewis over on Discord, Lewis uh, King of Miniatures, you, you know quite well, I have to start off, given you are a Lord of Chaos, why is Abaddon so angry? He is angry, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, always angry. He's always God, he's a chill pill. Ever so angry. I don't know, maybe his underpants are on too tight, maybe it's uh, someone hit his sandwich. Or, well, the one thing that annoys me the most is when the kids hide the uh, the TV remote, that winds me up. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, my little one's got into this tendency of hiding things behind cushions, or even better, putting them inside of the cushion. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, why is he so angry? Um, uh, I imagine it's because of those filthy Imperium peoples. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be okay. it. Getting back to the normal questions then, now we've, now we've got that scoop on Abaddon and his, his anger issues. What got you into Warhammer? It's... um. Yeah, it was years and years ago, actually. It's, um, I'm a big fan of um, RTS computer games. And okay. uh, I sort of grew up playing on the PC. So you've got your Command and Conquers and your yeah. Age of Vampires, all the classics. And uh, one day someone introduced me, one of my friends, uh, to Dawn of War. Okay. Um, yeah, the classic Dawn of War, Blood Ravens and all that, THQ and when they had licensings yeah. and things. And <laughs> um, no, started playing that and um, yeah, really got into it, um, sort of playing it on the computer. And someone mentioned to me just randomly in passing, this is when I was in college, that, oh, did you know that, oh, do they, you know, they do the uh, the miniatures that you paint? I was like, no, what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> so it was, I was about, 15, 16 years old, went into Reading, um, where they had a shop there. It's a big shop now. And um, yeah, just got into it. Um, okay. Yeah, um, I was a big Space Marines fan because that was the only faction you <laughs> really played in <laughs> yeah. um, until the expansions. But no, uh, I, I bought my first with my little pocket money when it was a bit cheaper, my first uh, little <laughs> box of 
ultramarines push fit with the monopose. Uh, nice. Some blue, some blue and gold paint, and uh, painted three models extremely unwell. <laughs> That's how I got into it. I I dropped off it um, as I went to university, um, yeah. as you do. Uh, but in my second year of uni, I realised there was actually a shop in the city I lived in, which was Gloucester, okay, yeah. which was a little shop, and sort of did a little bit more. Um, but when I got home, uh, back to my parents' house where I was living. Uh, when I wasn't wasn't at uni, um, that dad had got rid of every single oh, one. No. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was just one of those things. So I sort of stopped. Um, but then, after my first child was born, um, the Banbury shop where I live in Banbury opened up, and my partner at the time bought me a box of Space Marines because she knew I used to do it. Yeah. And yeah, funny enough, um, I suppose. Taking it more seriously in my twenties, uh, my first army was actually Space Marines <laughs> Imperium. <laughs> yeah, sad how things work out. But yeah, yeah. Th- th- that's more or less a crash on how I got into the hobby in general. Um, but yeah, I haven't looked back since. Since then, so. I, I think it might be the, uh, the second person that I think got into the, the computer games out of like say oh, yeah. thirty one. Yeah, the, the overarching seems to be. Uh, Battle for Middle Earth, that's the one that everyone seems, well, most people seem to get into. But yeah, the video, video games is an interesting one because you'd think that that would be more of a, alongside Lord of the Rings, that would be like more of the mainstream way of going in. Yeah, no, I get you. No, I get you. No, that's fair enough. But no, no, it's all down to that simple little RTS game that used to cost £30 in your local uh, game shop, I suppose. <laughs> oh, I do remember those days having to actually go to a shop and buy a computer game. Yeah, and then I'm using a CD to download it and everything and install it. Or multiple. Yeah, multiple CDs. I remember one of my favourite games growing up. This is a proper tangent. It was um, a game called Return to Crondor. Oh, yes, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that game came out, I think, on three or four CDs, something like that. I remember getting to the point of the game, it's like, now insert CD2. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. Not all PS1 games were like that as well. One of my favourite games is the Final Fantasy series, 7 and 8. Three and yeah. four discs, respectively. Yeah, yeah, mad. Uh, okay, back to the back to the hobby. Um, so, what would you sort of consider to be your favourite part of it? Be it painting, socialising, playing, yada yada. I, uh, I've gotten a bit better with painting lately, but I'm more a gamer and socialiser. Um, yeah, okay. like speaking to people like yourself and all the people that have. Um, been interviewed by myself or Daz at the same time. Um, you know, it's it's just great to see meet people and see what they work on and yeah. what their uh, motivations and inspiration is to what they do, um, and sort of delve deeper into how they do it, why they do it, um, and then get and the best way to get to know people I find really in this hobby is to game against them as well it's one yeah. of the better ways um i wouldn't say i'm a good gamer i'm, I'm average <laughs> average at best number ones and twos being my favorite to roll um yeah. but no um but no so that is my favorite part of it is the social and i've met loads of good people um yeah you know especially when since joining instagram uh which has been a two or three year thing now um 
But no, that's 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 sort of been an eye opener, really, of um, how many people are out there in the community mm. and uh, how many people sort of share the same passion as yourself. So yeah, it's, uh, it's one of the better places. But I am I am starting to uh, pick up a paintbrush a bit more, <laughs> and um, <laughs> especially being part of um, or being part of the Dasmal Wargaming Group. Um, so working with Daz and Lewis and Rich and Mark. So, because all of them phenomenal painters, um, yeah, yeah. and when you when you see how well they paint, and you look at yours and go, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no," um, <laughs> but um, no. So, sort of speaking to them and um, having the time to paint together and hobby together, sort of builds up your confidence in it again, and I can't help but uh, be thankful for that. Really, yeah. Yeah, I mean, making this podcast has definitely changed my opinion on painting. Similar to you, is very much a, I like to play a game, I like to socialise, but it, it feels like chatting with the, the sort of people that I chat to, similar, similar to you, like, sort of like Lady Kane and mm. um, people like that, you, you always, their like passion for it kind of rubs off on you, doesn't it? It, it's, it does. It really It makes really you does. want to go and do it. Yeah, get that, that passion for yourself. Yeah. Especially when you sort of feel like you're in a lull or sort of like hobby block. And you see other people doing it. You know, actually, no, actually, I, I want to do something like that. Or you, or you see someone going to Warhammer World or playing a game. Yeah. It's like, actually, no, I really fancy doing it. And it brings you back up again. So other people's yeah. energy is uh, really important to my hobby. So. Yeah, no, I def- definitely echo that. Yeah, yeah. Um, my third, third, yeah, third fairly standard question. I think we all kind of know the answer to. If anybody goes on your Instagram. Uh, definitely know it. Your your favorite faction is is chaos. I I would assume you wouldn't disagree with that. I do not disagree with that whatsoever. No. <laughs> do you have a particularly preferred army that sits within the chaos faction? Yeah. So yeah. So my main army I use in if I go to a tournament or game locally or anything is chaos space marines. I do delve into death watch as well sometimes. Not chaos related, but that's just a side <laughs> project. Um, but no, um, Chaos Space Marines, Black Legion. Um, Black Legion, okay. I, I do have uh, Chaos Knights as well. I bring out if I, need, yep. if I need to have a, a big boy <laughs> on the table. <laughs> and um, lots of demons unpainted, but <laughs> they're about, they're about. <laughs> um, but no, Chaos Space Marines is um, is my, my jam. <laughs> so what, I, what drew you towards chaos and, and chaos space marines in general it's actually um a very strange story it's um so as i mentioned before i i collected ultramarines when the banbury store opened up yeah. and um i was organizing a campaign um sort of like a you used to get those sort of little hexagonal tiles like campaign yeah. uh maps and um i got five other players to join it uh, ones, and I wanted the campaign to be singular faction, so all against all, pick okay. your army, um, try not to have the same if you, if you can help it, and go from there. And it, it worked out to a degree. We had an Orc player, we had a Black Templars player, um, we had a Tyranids player, um, a Tau player, and the I was going to be Ultramarines, because that was my only army at the time. But one of the players um, decided that they wanted to play Ultramarines, <laughs> even though okay. even though they had Grey Knights and all sorts of different. Areas. But no, yeah. they they wanted to play Ultramarines, and I thought to myself, you know what? 
um, this is a really good opportunity to collect a new army because we were going to yeah. start off low points anyway and then build yeah. it up. Uh, so at the time, this was 7th edition, believe it or not, and okay. um, uh, that's when the Corn Demonkin um, Codex was released right. around yeah. that time. Uh, so all the Berserkers, all the Bloodletters, you could use spa- uh, Chaos Marines and Demons <laughs> in the same list without breaking force all. It was brilliant. Great. Yeah. So I went with that first, and so got myself some berserkers. You know the ones with the with the yeah. uh, leather gloves and <laughs> and the silly poses. <laughs> and I had I had blood letters anyway. Um, okay. So I thought, okay, well, and we'll get on to why I had blood letters later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. um, no, so um, no, I um, I started a Kondimakin army, <laughs> and it was very hip- yeah. infantry heavy. And yeah, it just sort of like spilled over from there. It wasn't until eighth edition um, where uh, they promised that all the factions that had codexes in seventh edition were going to get an index and a codex in eighth edition, but Corn Demonkin didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which was a, a grizzle on my part, but um, <laughs> that then I read the book, The Talon of Horus. Okay. Yeah. It's one of my favorite yep. books, and I fell in love with the Black Legion straight away. I was like, "Yeah, uh, if I, if I can't have Corn Demonkin, this is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, that's how I started Chaos Space Marines, and here I am. And I think I worked out the other day is around thirty eight thousand points of Chaos Space Whoa. Marines later. <laughs> wow, and that's just that's... of Chaos Space Marines. That's not including knights. <laughs> that that's pretty good going. And I mean, when was when was the start of eighth? Uh, start of eighth was when I started playing forty k. So seven years. Yeah, it's about seven years ago. Seven years six, ago. Seven years ago. So yeah, to grow that many in in six seven years that is that is impressive. A lot of a lot of it is gifts and um, things yeah. that I've won and raffles and Instagram prizes as well. But no, <laughs> a lot of money has been spent <laughs> as well. Yeah, we've all done that. Yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. There's no there's no shame here for, for spending, that's for sure. My wife might disagree with that. But she's, in, <laughs> she's in bed right now, so that's absolutely fine. Oh, that's fair. Uh, but yeah. um, I suppose the points fluctuate. Uh, fluctuates, that's hard work, uh, <laughs> dependent on uh, um, updates and erratas, yeah. <laughs> minotaurum field manuals and all that. But yes, it's yeah. roughly around that at the moment. Nice. Nice. Is there much you sort of pick? Or we pick constantly in, in the current edition, or, or like agnostic of, of edition, eighth, ninth, tenth. Do you think there's like a unit or a model that you would always go to as like the the start of a list? The yeah, um, especially from eighth till this edition, tenth. We're on tenth now, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> I always go for havocs first. Okay. Yeah. And then build it around that. That's yeah, the, I... the new Havocs. Oh yeah, the new Havocs. Oh god. Yeah, I love. I really like those models. Yeah. The Reaper chain cannons and all that, and yeah, it was, yeah. It was the unit that had toughness five, and uh, and could move and shoot without yeah. any penalties. Yeah, those talons on the feet. Yeah, That's now they can just move, dig them in. Yeah, I remember. I remember that because um, yeah, it, it was a bit of a war about that. Being like, well, why have they got T five and why can they move and fly heavy weapons and like anything else in the Space Marine codex? You're like, yeah, but. Space Marine Codex has got like 70,000 different units. Just pick a different unit. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Uh, we're, they are, we are allowed to have our own stuff. <laughs> Darn you, no. Imperium players. We don't have to be mirrors. 
chaos just have to be a weaker version of the Imperium, right? That's, that's uh, a friend, a friend of mine once described chaos as um, the Space Marines that couldn't hack being Space Marines. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, he's kind of right. <laughs> yeah, they they couldn't hack being being loyal to the the one true Emperor. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Though I can't really say that. I mean, I have Dark Angels, which people. Oh, so you play with. chaos too? Yeah. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> I, I, do, I do also have Chaos Knights. My, ah, um, there we go. Chaos yes. yes. Uh, I suppose we can't we can't call Dark Angels Chaos anymore, can we? With uh, no. the Lion back and Forgiven Fall and all that. And... Exactly. Yeah, the Lion coming back seems... I mean, it's, it's not slowed down the jokes at all. Everyone still makes <laughs> a joke about it, even though the Lion has come back and has very firmly put his foot on the side of, of the Imperium. There's a, another the good guys then, but the Imperium aren't good guys. Let's be honest. Yeah, this is true. It's a good guys is very subjective in that universe. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. There's a, another Dark Angels player, um, uh, Paint Party Scott from Instagram. Yeah, he, he made people publicly apologise to him as soon <laughs> as that. That's <laughs> solid. Yeah, I mean it's valid after years and years and years of of the jokes around. Yeah, Dark Angels. Yeah. Oh. Don't don't get me started on it. It's it's a, it's. A... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bug point I have. I've, every legion, every loyal legion, had members that turned to chaos. Oh yeah, just a little bit more. Uh, a probably a little, a few more that fell, but yeah, a few a more than more. usual. But you know, there's been entire legion uh, like chapters fallen to chaos and all gone renegade. So exactly. Yeah. See, it's not it's not just the dark angels that lose people to chaos. No, no, it's a, everybody is eligible. <laughs> Yeah, Gulliman, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> the memes will start. Yeah. Although, although I think, there's, um, have you seen the, the sort of what-if pictures of the, the fallen, the, the sort of anti-heresy? There's some yeah. incredible, incredible artwork of like Gulliman, as like a, a heresy Gulliman, and I love it so much. I can't yeah, there's, chaos. There's, there's quite a few sort of what if stories, I suppose you could call them. Um, there was one where um, what if Gulliman turned, uh, uh, wasn't turned to chaos, but found um, the shard of a Catan and it turned him into a Necron. And it was like this big. Cool. I, I can't. I'll send if I can find the picture again. I'll I'll send it over to you. Yeah. It was a fantastic picture. It's um, it is one of these what if things. Yeah. I don't think anyone's written about it. It's just imagine if this happened. <laughs> I mean, Fulcrum had Necrodermis on him, didn't he? So it's he did? yeah, 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 yeah. So no, absolutely. I'd love to see a robot Gilliman. Ro- robot Gilliman. Robot Gilliman. Yeah. Yeah. Instead That's of Robot it. Girly Man. Robot Girly Man. Robot Gilliman. Yeah, okay. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. I, I've got another question from Lewis. He sent me two. And this this one at least is a little bit more... Uh, I'd say serious, but it's not. Let's be honest, nothing serious. Um, he did ask... Lewis, if, it's never... It's serious. Lewis. No, this is true. This is true. If you could be a Chaos Lord from Fluff, given your name, who would it be and why? Um, Huron Blackheart. Okay. Yeah. I Keep in mind, he started off as a loyalist. Yeah. I started off as a loyalist. Okay, yeah. And then he turned traitor. And now I've gone traitor legions. And uh, he's always an underdog. He's a he's sort of black horse and a bit of a failure, like so. <laughs> <laughs> like most of Chaos, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's perfect. So I suppose that yeah, Huron Blackheart, why not? Yeah, I mean he was forced down the Chaos route. I'm not I'm not 
I've not read the books. I've read up on him when I saw them. When I saw the model, I was like, yeah, that's that's a really cool model. But yeah, yeah, he's um, he it's I've got the uh, novel here. Um, so bits of it's a basically all Huron. Um, yeah. but um, no, his his story is pretty good. It's worth a read if you get a chance. But yeah. I mean, Astral Core's chapter master and felt he le- uh, felt um sort of not betrayed but you know not let down by, let down <laughs> by the imperium that's a that's a yeah. good way of putting it yeah and uh, that's his sink into chaos is uh is a good story it's a good story yeah, yeah. so huron okay it's a good shout i mean you huron, uh, huron for the next war master why not <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know about me saying that. Cool, blimey. Oh no, he yeah. wouldn't like that. But you know, we have a love-hate relationship, me and Abaddon. <laughs> That's him with everybody, isn't it? He mm-hmm. loves to hate everybody. Absolutely, and how it should yeah. be. <laughs> He's taking lessons from Angry Ron. That's for sure. If he doesn't get into combat more in my games, then we're going to have more words. <laughs> <laughs> Always fell his chance. Have you not? He's 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 no. good intent. It depends what you put with him. Um. But no, he's uh, he's pretty solid, and I okay. didn't realise as well because he's got all the keywords for like corn slash Nurgle, and yeah. characters transfer their keywords to the units they're part of. Yeah, and it, it helps with stratagems and things. It's pretty good. Yeah, it makes but, sense. I I did see early on people running with the um the Terminators, the the Chaos oh, Terminators, yeah. which seems seems to be a really really big beat stick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put Abaddon with ten Terminators, and that's ten three wound Terminators you got to chew through before you get to him. Yeah, with a two up save, five up toughness, yada yada yada, and all the four extra up now. Them, four up in yeah, four up involved, yeah, and all the extra boons you can give them with the, like say all the different marks. Yeah, I can imagine yeah, exactly. they're pretty pretty boosty. Yeah, and then dark yeah. packs on top of that. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah, that's quite disgusting. I'm glad I've not played in this this uh, this. They're, they're a well-performing faction at the moment, Chaos Marine, Space Marines in tournaments, um, which I'm happy to see. Yeah, it is nice. I mean, to be fair, across the board, everyone seems to be relatively well-suited. I know there's still a couple of armies that are kind of up there. When you look at, like, Votan again, which I have Votan in a couple of times, same thing, but um, there's, a, there's a couple of armies that seem still seem to be above it. But the last, definitely the last meta watch that I saw, that most people were kind of within that sort of 45 to 55 bracket, which is pretty good. And that's what they're aiming for, is that everyone to be in that sort of yeah. area, um, unless you're elder, who just go a little bit over <laughs> yeah, yeah. the fifty spectrum. But um, no, and I think I think Warhammer have done a good job this edition keeping things more um, more balanced. Say yeah. That way. I mean, it, yeah. Given, it, given how tenth started it, yeah, it's it's been a good effort on their part to bring it back. I mean, Eldar had what over seventy percent win rate at the start, something. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's sort of bringing that back. But ninth was just a mess of a game. As you you yeah. know, you've gone effed up when um <laughs> when you have to bring a a, a scheduled balanced data slate <laughs> every three months or so. Yeah. So it's um it was uh yeah ninth was a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we two two tournaments in ninth. I just remember like having a backpack just full of books and bits of paper and uh, God as well. So it was just, yeah, it was yeah, it was horrible to manage. Gilliman would have done a good job of it, but I think the rest of the story. <laughs> I like that. That's quite good. <laughs> yeah, only Gilliman could have played ninth edition Warhammer. Yeah, and been organised about it. 
oh, I could have put, condensed this down to one book, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, the Codex Astartes, that's what it is. It's ninth edition's rules is the Codex Astartes. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, even he's rewritten that since Primaris have come out, so there you go. Yeah, he's, he's, um, yeah, he's had to edit everything, hasn't he? So. I mean, after what, like 10,000 years of having the Codex, he came back and was like, you're still using that 10,000-year-old book. <laughs> uh, I don't know why he didn't bring it out in PDF format and put <laughs> out that actual book. What an idiot. <laughs> he could have just gone straight back on Word and edited it. <laughs> Do we not say the same thing about GW, like doing everything in, in books and stuff like that? Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we do. But I tell you what, it's been a godsend for this edition, and that is the um, 40k app. Yeah. The the ninth edition app wow, was yeah. a mess, but this, they've got it right. I don't use yeah. Battlescribe anymore. I yeah. genuinely just use that app for 40k now, and um, sometimes yeah. Age of Sigma, so it, you yeah. know, you can't <laughs> yeah, I can't complain about the app at all. Um, yeah. It was nice having access to all the indexes at um, the beginning of it all. I understand that they want to do the codex thing again, where you do the yeah. code and put it in the app. That's fine. It's, it's, they're a business. They, they, they are allowed to charge you for their services. Yeah. It's what they do. Well, they, yeah, they were, I say this many times. They're there to make money, and I'm not going to complain too much because they are a business. If, no, exactly. If you're and, in a business to make money, you don't understand business. So. Exactly. And they'll have shareholders. They have wages, people's pay, wages to pay. They have their own wages to pay. It's... They've got shipping costs, they've got material costs, everything costs, and everyone will say, yes, but it's built to businesses. Yeah, but the whole point of a business is to make as much money as you can. Yeah. And no matter how expensive it'll get, we will always buy it, because <laughs> we will. It's just yeah, how it goes. We absolutely will. Yeah. I'm no, also I'm... sorry to my Australian listeners, though, because the, the, that, their prices are insane. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Australian listeners. The rest of us, UK, were generally quite good for prices. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we got quite good third party people. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you talked about Age Sigma then. Um, obviously, if you're on your Instagram stuff like that, you've got a lot of 40k focus there. Have you? Do you play much Sigma? Have you, have you got much of a Sigma army? I I do play. Um... Sigma here and there, very seldom. Um, okay. But a lot of the local gaming here in Banbury, and Daz as well, and Rich, and most of the Dazmore Wargaming crew, um, specialize in Age of Sigma more than 40k. Um, okay, yeah. So you've sort of got to adapt to that a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I tinker in that. I, two guesses of what I. <laughs> I collect in Age of Sigma, but uh, what could it be? This uh, could chaos, maybe. Oh, it could be. It might be. Oh, crazy. It, it definitely is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah so, um, I think you've got your your um, your archon on your uh, Instagram somewhere. I think I remember seeing. Yeah, uh, um, there was a, there was, I think you did a reel with it, and you were like, it was getting your your friend came over and like knocked it off the table. Yeah, my friend who looks suspiciously like me, but in <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> That's how Superman gets away with it. Just put some glasses on. Exactly. No, no one figured out. Right. There you go. There's the reveal on the on air. <laughs> There's a scoop. <laughs> There's a scoop at everybody. <laughs> Ash's friend is Ash. <laughs> 
I mean, you're a dad. That sounds about right, being a yeah. dad as well. Yeah. Yeah. My... I've been a dad for 10 years. It's mental. 10 years. Ten I'm, years. I'm nearly, nearly at three. So, oh. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So it's an experience, eh? That's one word for it. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, that's quite a long story, isn't it? Let's be honest. But we'll, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to it. Because it's nice to have another dad on because it doesn't feel like it happens all that often. But, no, yeah. no. So nerds, nerds don't procreate usually. I mean, yeah, the insanity of it, right? I mean, yeah. it, it feels like probably on Instagram, it's maybe the slightly younger generation who understand Instagram because I'm an old man. I, don't, I just press buttons and see what happens. But yeah, they, these whippersnappers seem to know what they're doing on this Instagram thing. Maybe they're on the Instagrams. And the Facebooks and the yeah. Donkey Kongs and the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you obviously you've been playing the game for a long time? It, it, would you say that sort of you had your first that kind of got got you back in? Since then, have you sort of having more? Has, do you think that's changed your approach to the this, the game, or as as your youngest has, has got older? Because obviously, I know that they've sort of painted as well. Do you, do you feel like it's changed how you look at the hobby? Well. um <sighs> Sort of. I mean, through and through, I'm a family guy. Not not the TV show. The uh, <laughs> so, no, family comes first to me. Um, yeah. You know, a hobby does take a bit of a backseat sometimes when kids are involved. I've got I've got two kids from a previous relationship, and I've got a one year old with my wife. Yeah. Um, but um, since my youngest has been born, um, not too much has changed, I suppose. It changed more when my lad came round, so my second one, um, because kids are expensive and so warm. Um, yeah. And I had a rubbish job back then. <laughs> that was a really bad job. That was, that was eight years ago. That was a rubbish paid job. Now you look at it now, it's like, oh my God, why did I do that for that money? <laughs> how did I live on that? Yeah, yeah how, how did I live? <laughs> Well, honestly, I didn't sell a kidney, so that that wasn't the answer. No, um, no, it's um, it's been nice now that my my boy, who's eight years old now, he has um, taken an interest in it, um, and got Curse City, and he absolutely cool. loves that. Um, yeah. I uh, over the Christmas period, I spent a bit of one on one time with all three of them because I nice. very rarely get to do that um yeah. and yeah my lad came with me while i was covering the banbury shop because i'm a relief worker there as well okay. um and we played curse city with some mates and he absolutely ate it up um nice and he got some necrons for christmas and yeah he's um he'll be coming around this weekend to wanting to paint and daddy can i paint my <laughs> necrons please and I, oh god okay fine just put the lids on what <laughs> Put the lids on. What? It's like every dad's dream or every every parent's dream is like, yeah, I want I want my kid to get into Warhammer, so then you can you can play Warhammer with them. And then the reality hits in of like, oh, but yeah, now they've got to pick up a paintbrush and paint. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, trying to teach an eight year old the importance of wetting your brush and cleaning it, and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not not going past the bristles. <laughs> no, it's it, it all in. It is good fun, and he really does engage to it. Um, he's a SEN kid as well, so um, okay. his his attention is usually. Um, yeah. But he he genuinely sits down and um, really gets involved in Warhammer, which I love to see. 
Um, I yeah. suppose when it comes to uh, worrying about uh, kids doing Warhammer as a parent, is that you're going to have less money for your own piece <laughs> stuff because you got help pay for that. Uh, yeah. in- until they get a job. So um, <laughs> my lad will be getting a job at 10 years old, I think. <laughs> Straight up the chimneys to pay for his Warhammer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll grab you by the ankles, lad, and I'll push you up the chimney and <laughs> you sweep it. <laughs> no, but um, no, it's, it, is, it has been nice. It's, uh, it's been very stop-start um, with a baby, but now she's one yeah. and she's sort of settled and she's getting bigger and walking and nearly talking and things like that is um it's not really changed too much it's um handled quite well um and litland's mother is very supportive with everything i do here yeah so uh yeah i can't i can't ask i can't complain really i've um got it good yeah no i think i think i started this podcast when my little one was yeah she was one so yes similar she was up she was walking um and a little bit more self-independent and stuff like that I found like the first the first year of, like, she was my first. Um, that first year was really difficult. She was a proper proper Velcro baby. She would not mm. sleep anywhere other than on you. So it's one of those things like you see friends and they're like, "Oh yeah, my baby's napping, so I'm going to paint." And I was like, "My baby's napping, so it's, it's either on me or I'm asleep." <laughs> that's, that's what I needed. So, like that was that was always the priority. And I think I definitely think so. I've got a second on the way. Um, oh, congratulations! Thanks. It's a bit of a bit of a scoop for this, this podcast. I've said it elsewhere, but. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I mean, A, it's going to be different anyway, because every, every kid's different. Um, of but course. also the second, let's be honest, has to sleep because the first is on the go constantly. So yeah, my hope is I'll be a little, I can hang around a little bit more than disappearing for a year, but yeah, it's, um, I've, I've definitely found hobbying with the kids changed definitely my timings obviously like before you could kind of like oh i'll just get back from work and i'll just do some painting stuff like that now it's like i'll get back from work i'll look after a kid and then you kind of hit so my little one goes down generally by sort of eight half eight something like that that's that's why we record when i do but yeah it's like this this is now hobby time mm, mm. It, it feels weird to then like bracket it just right up to the end of the evening but it, it, it's different but it's kind of life now well it's, it's nice that you've been able to um sort of set a time that is your hobby time so it adds a bit of structure to your your day i yeah. suppose yeah so you're not just mr dad or mr worker all the time it's nice that you can sit down and you know do this sort of thing if that's yes yeah. that's what you enjoy and that's the main thing these days really is yeah definitely try and do something you enjoy because <laughs> life's too short <laughs> yeah you're not wrong yeah i mean i think part of it part of it stems so a couple of people have asked me before when i sort of talked about being a dad but yeah a couple of people sort of asked me how i sort of coped with it and i I think i coped with it really really badly um our little one is not a sleeper she's never slept well she's always been up four or five times um but it's yeah i, th- I think like that first year it was really hard really really hard and mm. because we were just sort of napping or looking after uh, looking after baby we never really felt we had that time so i think when when the little one got a little bit older, she sort of like say one seems to be a really good transition point. Um, mm. it, we were really sort of key on okay, let's set aside time for for ourselves, it's time for us as a as a couple, me and, me and my wife, and then time for ourselves. So we we take evenings where it'd be like yeah, doing doing this podcast or painting or whatever. It's, I think it's really important to have that time for yourself. No, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, and it's it's good for your own sort of self-awareness of 
what you feel like you want to do. Because sometimes yeah. you can get, I feel you can get stuck in either a rut or you finish work or you finish your day or you get home and you think, oh, I don't want to do anything. And yeah. that, that doesn't help with anything. You, you go and do something you enjoy. It um, sort of builds up your character and day a bit more. Um, yeah. That's all I think anyway. That's solid, yeah. I got one last thing in this sort of section, um, and you've told me about this. You're going on a gaming road trip. So can you yeah, tell me more? Yeah, so um, Mr. Mr. King's Miniatures is um, and myself are planning a a plethora of trips to different locations around the UK to go and hobby and game with different people instead of. Because usually if we meet up, it's usually in a neutral area where we go to Warhammer World. It's Warhammer World yeah. we're going to all the time, let's face it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we all live in different parts of the countries, um, you know, it's it's difficult to meet up. So we, we sat down and we said, you know, um, what do you want to do? Because <laughs> yeah, we, we wanted to do something special. Yeah. And um, we've been talking about it for a while. Um, and we were speaking to um, a good friend of ours, Matt, son of Korkamokai, from yep. Instagram, uh, yep. from Brush Lickers as well. Brush Lickers Club, yeah. Most yep. people, I think most of my listeners, I think, actually, I'm supposed to be having Sean on fairly soon from Brush Lickers. So, yep. Ah, nice. Yep. Good lad. Good friends, yeah. Um, you know, we, we wanted to do uh, go down and see them and go and game with oh, them and yeah. Yeah, just document document and... Uh, Put it up on Instagram, and uh, yeah, but there are some other people that we want to go and see as well. So it's just setting updates and doing that this year. So it's only cool. it's a bit of fun, a bit of hobby. Um, yeah, roll some dice and uh, show everybody on Instagram. Look, we do hobby together elsewhere from Warhammer World. <laughs> we do go to other, but there are other places in the there UK. Are, there are other places, yeah. <laughs> No, so um, yeah, that that's the main thing um, that me and Lewis would like to do this year. Um, we're we're going to organise a few more trips to Warhammer World as well. We'll be going up on the twentieth um, of January from time of recording. Um, so yeah, uh, that's Old World release day. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we want to go and get involved in that. <laughs> so nice. Um, but there, there, there's other things in the works for the two of us as well. It's not to promote anything, really. It's just stuff that we want to do. It's yeah. um, you know, we we went to a tournament together last year, and we really enjoyed it. So we'll probably aim to do something similar this year. Um, I'm trying to get him to possibly do another 40k one. He'll probably want to do an old world one. Um, if they are gonna, if there's yep. any local tournaments for that, um. He might I try to push for a Nature Sigma, maybe I don't know. But um, no, either way, no. Me, me, and him have uh, we've got some plans. So, yeah, so okay. it's going to be a fun twenty twenty four, I think. Yeah, sounds like it. Have you got any particular locations you've got in mind beyond seeing the, the Bush Liquor Boys? Because I assume you're going to London for that. I imagine. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, have, we'll go London way for that one. We'll, while we're down there, we may go and see um, Chloe, Lady Kane, as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't spoken to him yet, but I do want to go and see Josh, the war hipster. He, okay, Cheltenham. Yeah. Yep. He used to, funny enough, he used to run the Banbury store in yep, okay. Warhammer a little while ago. So it'd be good to see him. Um, but yeah, and a few others. That yeah. Nothing set in stone yet. 
Okay. I mean, in theory, Ch- Cheltenham sort of. So Josh is just. So I'm Bristol based. So I'm just. Yeah, just. just oh, you're only Josh. down the road. <laughs> yeah, literally my, uh, down the road. Josh, yeah. My mother in law is a Bristolian, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a, a proper Bristolian with the accent and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, she lives in the Forest of Dane, which doesn't help the accent. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But no, uh, yeah. Yeah, Bristolian. Right. <laughs> Great, yeah, or, or honestly, it's one of the things we can hear. And like, um, where's that too? Anybody that listens from Bristol, please explain to me how where's that too makes any sense in any universe. It means where like, where is that? Yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard that before. Yeah, where's that too? Where's that too? Where's that too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of lot of flack for that. And then smooth it, smoothing animals. Oh, it triggers me so badly. Oh, you stroke, you stroke a dog. Smoothing so it's like stro- is that what that is? Stroking stro- yeah. an animal? I stroke, stroking your dog, stroking your cat. Yeah, they say smooth, smoothing them. I'm like, what, a, what on earth? Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I won't Google yeah, that. F- that sounds like something that will come up a bit weird <laughs> on Google. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't do that, yeah. Yeah, it was like one of the things that got me, uh, get, got me moving here was them saying that. Yeah. Weird <laughs> yeah. I've but never I mean, heard but- of that. Well, she's here to, with me today, looking after Litland. So when when we're done here, I'm gonna I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. you're ever smoothing that. Oh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, my partner says it every now and again, and every time I pick, it, she's trying to get my little one to say it, and I'm like, no, 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 you stroke the dog. Because <laughs> I think the first time I ever said like stroke the dog, she thought that the dog had had a stroke, and she was getting really panicked. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, no. You pet, pet the dog. Yeah. Are you sure this was in the UK? This doesn't. This doesn't sound like an English thing. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> like yeah, it, it's a Bristolian thing. Is, is Bristol really in the UK? I'm not so sure. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was disappointed um, with the Forest of Dean as well because um, I've, I'm sure, and I'm I don't mean any offense to anyone listening from in the Forest of Dean or whoever's <laughs> from there. But the rumours when I was at University in Gloucester that the Forest of Dean, oh, they, they are, they're web feet and they're free arms and, and things like that. And I was, uh, we went there. I went there with my wife and um, to go and visit mother-in-law. And uh, I looked around and there, there were no mutants about. I was so disappointed. Was All like, in they, hiding. They knew you were coming. That, that, that's what it was. They were hiding yeah. in the pipes and, the, <laughs> and in the trees watching. <laughs> okay well we'll move on from from warhammer um and sort of move on to i guess it's a good lead into sort of community instagram content creation sort of type stuff mm. um i mean obviously you, you've talked a little bit about the sort of stuff you do with like das Mall and, and your instagram and things like that um but what sort of originally made you want to to get into doing content creation um i suppose it was just being with the Dasmore Wargaming guys. It it, it started okay. off um, as just a thing to do during lockdown for Daz. Yeah. Daz created then a Twitch account um, yeah. and streams just socially, nothing big or anything like that. Or no, no, no plans to sort of try and push it as a content creating entity. It was just a thing where we sat down. Um, every so often, and just hobbied and chewed the fat and all sorts. Um, I suppose it really 
came to it when um, we both joined Instagram. Daz started his Daz More Wargaming Instagram on that. Yeah. Um, I sort of somehow created a name <laughs> yeah. while I, <laughs> I was doing this. Yeah. Um, and it sort of took a public vote on what the name should be. And I created an Instagram for it. Um, okay. We started streaming on it and it's just sort of slowly grown from there. And we've just Ooh. sort of got involved with things. Uh, it wasn't until we did a interview with the Warhammer girl, Rach, um, yeah. that um, we needed a, a sort of separate entity. Um, still part of Dasmall at that time, um, but a different show with a different yeah. feel. And that's how An Hour of Chaos was born, mm. really. Um, it was just supposed to be an hour on Instagram of just talking absolute nonsense with the community <laughs> and having random people on. Um, yeah. Rach um, agreed to be the first guest. Daz, as he always had me on his shows, I said, well, I'll just come on to this one. <laughs> Yeah. Might as well, and um, you saw we sort of were able to let loose a little bit more on it, um, yeah. which was nice. Um, it's become season two was a bit more formal mm-hmm. <laughs> because it just became too random. After the... it, it tends to happen quite quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It needed to find its feet, um, and yeah, no, it's um, but that's how it got going, really. And so from Instagram, this is how you meet people. Um, you know, I wouldn't know yourself unless yeah. I had Instagram, the brush lickers guys. I already knew Lewis, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, no, but, it, you know, meeting Chloe and, and Rach and Spence and all sorts of people um, and speaking to different people who I yeah. haven't met but have spoken to on Instagram. It's, um, it's really sort of opened up a lot of avenues and um, uh, sort of paths and potential paths that you can take within the community. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, so you always get these ideas flitting around. And yeah, it's just sort of trying to get on top of them, really. Um, yeah. But that, that's, like I said, that's the one thing me and Lewis want to do. It's um, sort of document community love more than content creating, I suppose. It is yeah. creating content, but not for the sake of creating content. It's this is what we want to do to enjoy ourselves. Hey, here it is. If you want to yeah. watch it, enjoy because it's going to be bantalicious, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's you guys going out there and enjoying yourselves. You just happen to document it and check it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, makes that's, sense. Um, yeah, so content creating that's um, more of a dad's more thing. Um, yeah. Me and Daz have done quite a few bits and bobs um, on. We got oh, they got a YouTube channel as well, so yeah. um, we've done a bit for that. Um, at the moment, Daz is doing a interview sort of series where he interviews different hobbyists in the community as well on the Twitch channel, which will go on YouTube. Um, and yeah, we 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 just we've got sort of sets of videos and things like that. It's lessened in time. Um, yeah, I think it was more 2022 after the pandemic has really really slowed down, where we we sat down and we said, look, let, let's let's go right into this and um, okay, yeah. me and him we sat down for i think it was for hours on end on days on end in the evenings <laughs> where we're doing recordings we sat down and chewed fat on how what we wanted to do next um we we created a series called faction focus yeah 
um, where we did voiceovers and talked about the <laughs> factions and the model range and uh, uh, Dad, uh, and hats off to Daz. He did all the editing. I I did <laughs> sweet nothing. <laughs> you turned up and you talked. That's, yeah, I you I the, I did face. I did the yeah on the face. <laughs> the, the fat face. <laughs> someone did say, and this is just a sort of little side note, I, I work in recruitment and I was interviewing someone one day and they said, you know, your face looks like it's on a naan bread ash. And I went, <laughs> what do you mean? What? It's, like, it's, it's like your face shape looks like a naan bread. And I was like, oh, thank you. I ain't giving you a job. <laughs> yeah, that's something not to say in an interview. No. Interesting. Yeah. No, so um, no, I did the some voiceover work uh, bits for him, and um, so it was uh, it was it is good fun to do. Um, sort of taking a bit of a backseat on it at the moment, and focusing with other bits and bobs. Work recently has been very busy. I say that's been, but um, yeah, no, it's a uh, got a lot in the pipeline and a lot to come up. Yeah, nice. I mean, on um. Uh, an hour of chaos. So season three is coming back. Yep, season three. Um, and it's. I tell you what, the amount of people that have actually asked when season three is coming back has been hardly anyone. No, I mean, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's been a few people, and it's um, it's actually really, really nice to see. Even if it's just a couple of people saying, "When's it coming back?" It's like, oh, yeah. actually, someone does care about it. Blimey! No, season three is coming in February. And I can. Ooh. I will reveal the first guest. There Ooh. we go. First yes. guest will be Lady Kane, oh, as, Chloe, as, yes. as is tradition with uh, an hour of chaos. Um, Chloe yeah. usually gets the first spot because it's well worthwhile. Chloe, Chloe's worth that first spot every single time. She brings the bands. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she does bring it. Um, no, and um, more than likely, Lewis will be on as well. Um, <laughs> It's your sins. <laughs> oh, I said no, um, no. I love having Lewis involved in anything. He just, no matter what you do with him, he does bring it to the next level. Um, he's been a co-host with me a few times on different um, interviews, and um, he, he just, he, just the littlest thing he does, it brings it to the next level. One interview, he brought a pipe and a sort of like little scarf thing, and he just brought that class up of course, a bit yeah. more. And it was like, oh, mate. <laughs> really <laughs> professional. Yeah. Really, I, really I look like work. a right twonk now. <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's, he's brilliant. Um, but no, so that'll be the first guest of Lady Kane. And then it will be every Wednesday going forward from there all the way through February, which is 29 days this year. And yep. Then we'll finish around mid-March, and okay. then I'll be going into, hopefully, a a different version of Arrow Chaos, where it's more game-showy. Oh, so okay. That might, that might be. That is something in the works as well. I've spoken to That's a couple fun. of people. It, it's just basically like a stupid little quiz, and uh, I've I got to try and make it work on Instagram, because I want to do it on Instagram, because I want people okay. to... I want people to Jump in and out when they want to, yeah. um, on a easy social media platform. Um, but yeah, no, that, that that'll be something. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like a proper gap in the market. There's not many of those, is there? No, that's what I, that's someone said that to. It's not even my idea. Someone said to me, "It's like Ash, <laughs> why, why don't you do a game show or sort of like a quiz?" Or um, 
we do one for Dad's more wargaming. We do the um, mm. big fat Christmas Warhammer yeah. quiz, which is always great fun. Lost by a point this year right. or last year. That's Stolen. Cool. Yeah. Like Gareth Dante paints. Darn you, Gareth. <laughs> um, love you, Gareth. Um, <laughs> and we do, uh, well, Dad's does guest sprue as well, which is yeah. brilliant fun. So yeah, I wanted to sort of bring something into Instagram as well. Um, try try to uh, try to make it more interactive. Yeah, that's a really good shout. Yeah, really good shout. Yeah. It might it might fail dreadfully. <laughs> it might be rubbish, but we'll see. I'll be watching. So you've at least got one watching. Oh, so thank you. that. Yeah, and I recommend all of my listeners, all all six of you, to uh, to <laughs> listen as well. My mum might listen to this. Who knows? <laughs> Hi, yeah, mum. <laughs> Look, mum, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on a smaller, smaller podcast and interview thing than you've you've got yourself. Oh, yeah. no, no, you do way better than me. I'm not sure about that. Well, I, well, I have. I have on proper business. proper recording equipment and everything. It's... I mean, it was uh, yeah. It, I found it at the time. I did a little bit of research into it, and it it worked quite well because it did all of my hard work for me. Yeah. But, yeah. I basically, I'm lazy, and I'll find any tool to help me be as lazy as possible. No, one one of the best things, or best bits of advice I'd ever give someone is work smarter, not harder. If yeah. you're working hard, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And yes. if, you, if you're going to do two things, do it really well the one of them, but don't bother with the second one, then at least you've done well on one. Don't half-ass yeah. two things. <laughs> So, solid advice. Yes, yeah, absolutely solid advice. <laughs> <laughs> don't take my advice, anyone. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, please don't take any advice that's ever said on this podcast. <laughs> well, from me, anyway. Uh, I've had. To, I should. I shouldn't say that. I've had some incredible guests on that actually give really, really good advice. I know. <laughs> I'm not one of those. <laughs> don't take my advice. <laughs> Please take Ash's advice over mine. That's for sure. You have more experience in this than I do. That's that's, oh, I, that's for sure. I don't know about that. Is that just a, a way of saying I'm a bigger nerd than you? I'm I'm not sure about that. I am a pretty big nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. That's like the. I mean, if your mum's listening, don't don't listen to this Ash's mum. But that's like the dick showing competition in in Warhammer, isn't it? Is who's the biggest nerd? Yeah, it's it's like it's it's not a stigma, is it? It's a it's a pride thing. It's um, we, we've got no shame about the wrong things. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> I've, got, I've got no shame that I have a cupboard full of thousands of pounds worth of plastic. No, that's 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 not a shameful thing at all. I'm sure. <laughs> no, that's what oh. my bed is. It's actually old sprues <laughs> and new sprues. <laughs> it's, it's good use. It's recycling. Perfect. You're doing, yeah. doing your bit for the environment. Yeah, upcycling. Exactly. Shabby chic? Is it shabby chic? Shabby chic. <laughs> shabby chic. <laughs> I mean, if you did it right, I mean, if you did it wrong, it would be incredibly spiky. But if you did it right, they've got quite a bit of spring to them. It might, it might be all right. Yeah, well, yeah. You have to gap them, don't you? So. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody use sprues as a bed. Please don't do that. Well, please, please don't don't take that advice from us. That's uh, please don't take that advice from Ash. That is the one thing I won't. I will say, don't take. From <laughs> There'll be one person doing it. They're going to write in to us and go, "Oh no, I tried this, and uh, it, I listened to your podcast, and you two said make a make a sprue bed." No, no. It was so uncomfortable. I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, we said that after probably. 
<laughs> are we, we what talk, are we talking, talking about? about? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it always goes like this. I mean, my this podcast is. I've talked about finance on it. What else? Fitness. Fitness has come up a lot recently, and yeah, it, I oh, I had a chat with Ben Mudge, and honestly, I've never been sort of more terrified of my body shape sitting across virtually from Ben Mudge. That man is a machine, an absolute machine. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's a, that's a big thing on you, um, social media these days, isn't it? It's fit for forty k. Um, fit for forty k. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever be fit for. I do need to do something because it's quite tiring standing all day for like for a couple of hours. <laughs> it, it it is draining. I I've got a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're in the grumpy old men's section of the. the yeah, well, I've got it. Yeah. I tweaked, tweaked my back over Christmas, and honestly, I've, it's, I, was chat, I was chatting with Daz about it actually, because me and Daz were trying to sort out some dates for something else. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh, I can't do Thursdays because uh, my, my wife signed me up to Pilates on Thursday evenings. <laughs> she's, she's been trying to get me to do it for ages. Honestly, she's been trying to do it for ages because I always moan because I've, I've got arthritis in my knee. So yeah, it's mm. good for me tweaked my back picking up a kid's kitchen of all things putting it down and she was like right i'm signing you for it and literally just just got on the computer and just just paid for it i was like well now i guess i have to go because we've paid for it thanks yeah if you pay for it you gotta go yeah Yeah. it's always kids that do your backs in as well because that's how i hurt my back is picking up my boy it's his fault (laughs) they're really awkward wriggly little shapes aren't they these children they are, they are, and they'll they'll go through, they'll go through the floppy stage where you know so they're like spaghetti, and then you try to get them in the car, and they turn yep, into planks. Like, oh, <laughs> <bend>. <laughs> I've never known any strength like a child's strength. A toddler's strength is just ridiculous for their size. There you go. If you're going to make a bed, make it out, of, make it out of children that are boarding themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strongest like material rigid... never break or bend ever <laughs> just have a layer of like car seats underneath so they remain rigid for the yeah exactly time. yeah car seats and rigid <laughs> that's wrong <laughs> oh my god yeah now we've taken a turn that's that's quite a turn pulling us back um <laughs> you, you you talked about the sort of the the interviews that you've done you've met some amazing people from around the community uh have you got any sort of particular highlights from the past couple of years of, of you doing this like i said it's, it's been a two two ish years since you sort of really kicked off yeah um i i tell you what and it, it was a bit of a fanboy um experience for me is having dave from mini war gaming on um i knew I, you were gonna say that yeah. yeah having having him on was probably um, my Everest, if you will. Um, he's well, he's full of energy. Blimey, brings energy. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, and he's he's just a pleasure to interview as well. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, no, that well, that in terms of actual interview hype for me, that was probably up there. Um, I've been watching Mini War Gaming for years and years and years and years yeah. and years and years, and um, yeah. Having him on was was great. Um, I enjoy having Chloe, Lady Kane on. She's always fantastic. Yeah. Um, but ev- everyone has brought their own sort of unique energy 
and um, sort of personality into any interviews that um, I'm sure you've had it as well. But everyone yeah. seems to, everyone's just so bloody nice. <laughs> yeah, not, just, everyone's lovely. Um, yeah. like, I don't come away from into you think, oh, they were dick. Uh, <laughs> no, everyone, yeah. everyone's been fantastic, and I, and you know, and I, I count myself really lucky being able to get people on like that to. Yeah. A silly little Instagram thing, um, or on a Twitch channel that you know has a, a following, but not these billions of people that you see from other channels. Yeah. And it, it it really does mean a lot. It's um, yeah, it's sort of really it's, it's so humbling in a way, um, having people like that on. So yeah, I've I've enjoyed every single second of it. To be honest, um, yeah. And if if I had the energy, I would I would carry on doing it all year instead of splitting <laughs> it into. But no, it's um, I think if I did it all year, everyone would get bored of that. Wouldn't they? <laughs> um, I, for some reason they still listen to me. So like I say, this is uh, this is episode thirty one. I've been out every two weeks for all, all thirty. So yeah, it's been been just it'll have been a year. I think my first episode went out in early December twenty two. And yeah, wow. every every two weeks. Uh, yeah, I I don't know how I've done it to be honest. I'm pretty amazed myself. Pat pat the back. I don't do it often, but um, <laughs> yeah, you you would think this comes back to kind of what you were saying about everybody bringing their own thing, being really really nice for a podcast where effectively I talk to people about the same thing every two weeks. It's incredible how different the conversations go and the things that you talk about and. Mm. Like, Obviously, we, we, you almost always start talking about 40K and, and Warhammer and stuff like that. But the moment you, you sort of do that, you go, right, this is an established baseline. We both like this. What else do we both like? And it's incredible, absolutely incredible, yeah. the, the, the stuff that people enjoy. It's, it's great, to, great to listen to. It's been a real pleasure. You sort of do a, uh, a glimpse of who they are behind, I suppose, mm-hmm. behind the screen, the camera, and the brush um, yeah. and the gaming table. They, um, you know, everybody's a person. Um, yeah. with different experiences and different life, and it's it's nice to hear how people deal with different things, um, or what their experience is at different venues or yeah. things like that. So it, it's been really nice learning and sort of getting to know different aspects of the community. I suppose is the best way to sort of describe it. Yeah, yeah. You- Obviously, people do create a persona on Instagram. As much as it is that is, it is them. It, there is something of a persona on Instagram. It, it, that is what they'll do. I mean, like um, Rach, for example, uh, Warhammer Girl. Obviously, she she'll post her minis and stuff like that. And but then like chatting with, so I had a chat with Spencer, and yeah, you kind of you, you get to see behind those models and see what makes him tick and things like that. And similar to you, you, you talked about it earlier. Like getting to understand what makes them tick is it's. It's one of the real pleasures of doing like interview type stuff like this. It's it's really nice. No, absolutely, I agree. I completely agree. But yeah, that, uh, I suppose going back to it, I think the whole thing has really been a highlight. Really, um, yeah. This this is up there as well. I don't, I've, like I said, I very very rarely get to be on this side, so it's um, oh, it is a pleasure to speak about it. I have to get you yeah, on our right. chaos. Actually, I think that's that's only fair. I'll definitely be up for that. Yeah, de- definitely. Anybody wants me to go on or go on anything, I'm I'm probably going to say yes. You might struggle to get my time a little bit because child, 
Um, yes. But yeah, I'll, I'll say yes to anything. So I just love chatting about Warhammer. I love chatting with people. So again, similar to you at the sort of start, that personal aspect of things is what got me into doing sort of this podcast stuff, like chatting with people. Love it. Absolutely love it. There you go then. Yeah. So solid. Coming on. We'll, yeah. yeah. We'll do that then. <laughs> I just want every other episode. I'd be like, you've, Ash, you've got to get me on again. I need, I need more. I need my fix. I need <laughs> I need my fix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guest now. I'm not. I'm a guest. Leave I'm a the interviewing guild. <laughs> <laughs> we should make yeah, a, it. That should be a group, actually. The interviewers guild. That should be yeah. a thing. Oh. There's some really cool people that can go in there as well. Yeah, so, yeah. No, none of this, uh, none, no influencers. Only the interviewers are allowed in this yeah. room. Yeah, that's that's all we're gonna. That's, we're just gonna interview each other just for the rest <laughs> of the year. <laughs> no no so, new people. You have you have to become an interviewer to be interviewed. There they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, It'll, it's only gonna be us two, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. We can probably persuade Daz to get in on that. I'm sure. He, I'm sure. Probably would. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the brush lickers boys. They might do it. They love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the guys they interviewed the... me. Did they? they? They've been the only, yeah. They've been the only people who have interviewed me. I was their very first guest, the brush brush licker oh, boys. Oh wow! Well, fair play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking that to the bank. Like they, they're gonna they're gonna absolutely smash this. They're they're way well beyond me already. So yeah, I was oh, their very first guest. Keep in mind, there's two of them. They should be. I know. Yeah, right, yeah. Double what they did, you know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. slacking, guys. Come on. No. Yeah, they're... come on. Double, double the output. Come on, boys. <laughs> no, yeah. they, those those two have done phenomenally well. Um, yeah. The I met Matt at Bad Moon Cafe in London, and straight away, without even, you know, when you sort of meet someone for the first time, there's that sort of awkward. Yeah. There was none of that with him. He was. Yeah, he no. was just absolutely spot on he, he sort of introduced himself and got you chatting and you sort of yeah. forgot what the time was it, it was sort yeah. of clicked straight away it was um it was easy yeah you know, they're pro- proper funny blokes as well both both oh, of them, they yeah. sean and that's so so funny they roll off each other really really well yeah they really yeah do. again complete tangent onto another another one but have you seen the episode with um with Jaden kender the uh two two girls one one part Yes, <laughs> yeah, I listened to that. Yeah. Such a funny episode. Like, it was. They were smart. I mean, they, they, the the girls do an incredible job with the, with their own podcast. But yeah, that episode's so funny, so so funny. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely worth a listen. Absolutely, if it, if especially if you're feeling a bit with the cold weather or anything else, go and listen to that. It will guarantee make you laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Percent. I mean, four four people on one podcast like that is just always going to turn into chaos. But of course, it is. It is. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they always want chaos. That that is that is That's their ethos for their, for their podcast. They love it. That is very true. That's very true. Yeah. Okay, I've got one one sort of more one more question in the sort of the community bit. We sort of thought we'd move on a little bit, but um, yeah, obviously. You, you on your Instagram and then through the sort of wider sort of Dasmal Wargaming group, you're obviously really sort of positive about promoting mental health and stuff like that. Mm. Do you think during the time that you've seen the hobby, do you think it's it's improving and sort of the inclusivity and that that promotion of, of sort of looking after yourself, both mentally and physically, sort of when we talked about Fit for 40K? Yeah, I I think the hobby is... It has helped in essence that it's been used as, I suppose, a positive tool 
to promote a an issue or a couple of issues that are, I suppose, taboo or um, difficult subjects to speak about out loud. Um, mm. So um, Fit for 40K is a great one um, because it gets you fit. And Stephen from yeah. Vanguard and Spark Hammer and all that, Dave from Mini Wargaming, sort Dave, of creating... Yeah. Uh, you know, creating body positivity. It's not body shaming. Yeah. It's not, hey, look at me, look how buff I am now. It's look, Paul, you know, we're we're getting fit. Come and join us in this journey. Yeah. And that that's really nice to see. Is uh, it's um it's not a, you know showing it's not a stigma that there's no body shaming there. And mental health is another one. Um, Dave, who you've had on here before as well, um, does fantastic with. Um, promoting and you know helping people with mental health issues, or he's always there to speak to with it as well. And there's a lot yeah. of hobbyists that are the same. Um, the guys at Dasmore Wargaming, myself, um, you know, um, we all want to. It, it, mental health is an issue that I feel that people in the community or in the hobby community all share, sort of like some experience in. And I don't mm, know why yeah. it's for, like Warhammer that um has that with it but i think it's because it's an outlet of yeah. something that you can control yeah. um and mental health is something you can't control it's yeah. it's really not um so it's nice to see so many people being positive and you know you get the amount of charities work that different um content creators and different instagram uh um, users do um, is really nice to see, um, yeah. and yeah, I I do think so. I suppose in answer to your question, the the hobby isn't the reason that it's gotten better. It's the people in the community who do the hobby that have created that. Um, yeah. So I think the community has done fantastic in promoting it, um, and you know, <laughs> I suppose um, as well. You can't really go and not mention Miniature Frontier who do the 24-hour live yeah. streams in Aid of Mind. Um, that's another fantastic one. Then you've got Paint Party Scott who's um, a trained yeah. um, is he a counsellor or is a mental health doctor of some sort? Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, it's one of those ones. Ryan is always there to speak to. And then Dave, um, he does yeah, all Dave. sorts of charity work. Um, you know, and there's some bits I've been speaking to him about as well. Um, that we want to do this year for charity. So um, yep. yeah, no, I think it's a positive. If you are feeling that sort of way inclined, going and putting yourself out there on the community is a good way to sort of get yourself into a community that care about you. I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Um, oh, who was it? Oh, Pardo. SN mm-hmm. uh, SN Battle Robots. Uh, so um, the very first episode with um, with Quipster, so he's my very first um, first person. He talked about they had a um, like a chat, a, a group chat, effectively, and Pardo Pardo was part of it. And he was he was saying that he remembered that Pardo put out a video where he said that he was really really suffering with his mental health going through the through the um, the pandemic, and, and said that he really suffered. And he said the thing that really brought him through was that group, which is effectively. Mm-hmm. A group of people who like Warhammer who just kind of chatted along and stuff like that. So there's a really good example of it. Someone who 
to be honest, is pretty famous in, in the Warhammer community, sort of really highlighting the fact that he suffered from it and by chatting with other people about other stuff like from a, from a, that grew that grew from Warhammer has been really positive for him and mm. yeah, similar for me. I, I, I I've suffered definitely for, from some stuff in the past couple of years. There's been a lot of stuff going on in sort of my personal life where doing stuff like this has been really nice because I'd have a day where I'd be like, oh, I feel really shit today. Like just, just thinking about stuff and they'd be like, actually, you know what? I've got an interview this evening. I just get to sit and chat with somebody about other things and Warhammer and, and stuff that we love. And so I think you're and right. I think it's the, the community that, that, that drives it. Yeah. That's the thing as well is that, if, you know, people aren't, I suppose, they're not using it as a counselling session, but it's using it as a, a mechanism to get them through their day. And that's yeah. important because there are days where you just feel like you just can't do anything. I, I've, you know, I've yeah. been through it as well. Um, and I've sort of got to a place in my life where it's all under control. Um, but it can change like that. And Absolutely, the community yeah. is a fantastic way to sort of have an outlet. It doesn't matter how bad things are, there is always something out there and people out there that will listen and help you. You know, be it professional yeah. or non professional, it's it, you know, there's always something out there. Um but yeah, no, it's um it, it's good to see. And it's it's nice and I know Warhammer can be filled with negativity as well. Um, but that's more of the complaining about Warhammer. Um, for the sake yeah. of complaining about it, I suppose. But in essence, in the type, in regards to the work that people put into making it fantastic, it's uh, it's a great place to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree with that more. Definitely. Which is the perfect opportunity to sort of move towards the the more real lifey type. I don't really know what's called. I always call it real life. I've been doing that for thirty odd episodes. Other stuff, non-Warhammer stuff. Non-Warhammer, um, the real life yeah, stuff. The, re- the real life, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, re- Warhammer is our real lives and everything else is just... <laughs> everything just else is the byproduct, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're all here just for Warhammer. Okay. Uh, the, so, for those who don't know, I've got a Discord. Uh, Ash is part of it. You're part of my, my Discord sort of group. I am um, indeed. Yeah, so as, as part of that, I also reach out for questions. Obviously, sort of had a couple, but um, I'll throw them in here. Some people ask some very strange questions. Um, there's always one. It wasn't asked, but I know that Stibio will complain at me if I don't ask it. But uh, what is your go-to order from Domino's? What's my go-to order from Domino's? Um, I, don't, it, I don't know how it kicked off from Stibio, but that, it, that he was the first episode where I did it, and now it's a thing, apparently. Thank you, Stibio. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, I do like a meteor. The one with the meatballs, Solid. yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, I do like that. Uh, the wife usually gets the cheeseburger pizza one. I do quite like that one actually. Okay, yeah, that one is quite good. Yeah, mm, yeah. So anything with meat on it usually, but the meteor is probably number one. Maybe Texas yeah. barbecue. Do you know what was it? Was it Dave that said Texas barbecue? No, it. Maybe. No, it was Pete. Pete the Wargamer. Literally the episode that came out today as we're recording it. That's terrible that I've remember. He said the, te- the Texas barbecue. I, I'm big on the meteor. Dave Warhammer, uh, Dave Hammer, he's big on the meteor. Yeah. I feel like there's a theme starting with this. Okay, so we've got through the pizza question. <laughs> Warhammer people like balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is the theme. Yeah, Warhammer like, like balls. 
Yeah. Uh, right. So, Sean, this one's for you. I know that you're listening. Um, how big does a cupcake need to be before it's just a cake? This is, I mean, Sean asks the hard hitting questions. He does. He's ever so good at his uh, questions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> a, a cupcake needs to be uh, a jumbo cupcake is anything up to 2.5 inches high. So in terms of height, so anything, I guess, over three inches, then it'd be considered a, a cake or a muffin. That's very specific. Sh- should I be should I be worried about that answer and the, the connotations <laughs> that it has behind it? <laughs> no, um, no, I, I like cake. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to question that. Uh, yeah, definitely on there. There you and go, the, fi- Sean. the final one. There you go, Sean. There's your answer. I mean, at least they didn't ask me about sausages. That's generally their go-to. So I then would have had a question about balls and sausages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one that came in very, very late from Good Doctor. You better be listening to me to, to this one. This. Why is orange the only name of a fruit and a colour? Why is that the only one? They're all food related as well. There's definitely some themes coming here from from what at I'm least, balls, sausages. At least. Um... At least it's a fruit, this food. Um, this is true, yeah. This is the healthy section of the podcast now. So we've gone from pizza to cake and back onto fruit. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, well, I, yeah. I suppose, I suppose in, the you, English, in the English language, orange came after the term of the fruit orange and orange, was it the other way around? I really don't know. No, 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 no. It was the color orange was after the fruit orange, and the reason orange is called orange because the color um, mimicked that of a ripe orange. So the answer would be, I think you can look it up if you like, um, <laughs> is that orange That's is true. named after the fruit. I believe. There you go. I, I could be wrong. I'm usually wrong a lot. <laughs> 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 um, so the question is, I guess, is why we do we not have a blue or a red? It sounds like people just got really boring. I I, I, I tell you what, I I think they were people who named things were ne- like gathered around a a table and just went, look, okay, let's let's we've got to name these fruits. <laughs> so right, okay, we've got the banana, we've got the pineapple. We got the apple. Hang on, why are you using apple? That one's called pineapple. Oh, that's no, fine. It's getting late in the day. I need to go and get my Domino's soon. Um, <laughs> right, what do we call this one? This 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 like sort of circle thing that is that that color. Oh, it sort of looks like orange color. Oh yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, um, yeah, let's just call it that. <laughs> this one was. Have you seen? Oh no, what's he called? There's a there's a channel on YouTube, and. Uh, it's like Loic something. He's like a he, he's he speaks a lot of different languages, but he like does little um like shorts on like net like uh God, find the words. Uh, but languages like finding names. And so he has this like universal language which comes to them with like a, a picture and goes, Okay, English, what's this called? And then Oh yes, yes, I've seen that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I just remind because I'm pretty sure he's got one on like pineapple and apple and he's like, There's a pine cone and he's like and that's that one looks like the pine cone, but it's fruit, so it's a pineapple. Yeah, it's. But we've already got. Yeah. Uh, okay, I can see that now. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I can't. I'll have, I'll have to find out what he's. Oh, I can't. It always pops up on my my shorts because it's one of those ones that when I start watching them, I just go through loads of them. But yeah, that that seems to be an right. increase in things these days. Is um, flicking through shorts on YouTube and Facebook. Everybody does it, and it, yep. I I believe that's become the real issue in the world now. <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah. Oh, why did you miss the doorbell? I'll, I was. <laughs> I was watching shorts. Just watching shorts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, oh, Ash, are you going to get on with that report I asked you to do? Uh, oh, yeah. How come you haven't done it already? Um, YouTube shorts. <laughs> YouTube shorts. I've just been through like 700 of them in one yeah. session. Yeah, and I've done that before where I've gone onto YouTube. I was like, oh, I watched a video the other day of uh, this thing. Um, I need to find it in my history. And you can't find it because the history is filled with all the shorts that you've watched as well. YouTube have changed that on PC now. The complete tangent. Uh, YouTube have changed that on PC now. So now, if you do like a little scrollathon of shorts, it now badges them all as shorts. So oh. it'll, have like a, it'll have like a folder of shorts, and then it'll be the next video. Oh well. So YouTube. You I, I don't know if it does it on your phone, which arguably is probably the place that you want it more. But it definitely, <laughs> definitely does it on like desktop. And it probably and stuff. I know it doesn't do it on the PlayStation because. Litland loves watching music on PlayStation, <laughs> and I know for a fact that all oh, the shorts <laughs> I watch. <them. laughs> yeah, it's just the, the attention span of the, the the world now, isn't it? It's like two seconds, and you can scroll to the next one. How long's this video? One minute. Oh, too long. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, I have to sit and watch the same thing for a minute. That's tedious. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, short it. Yeah, shorten it. Put it. Just turn it into. 30 shorts or whatever it is and people watch all of those instead <laughs> yeah you get the shorts that are like part one if you want to watch part two follow yeah. subscribe like, yeah they're like seven parts you like you just you just made a 20 minute well a 12 minute video into shorts okay yeah <laughs> that was quite a tangent coming from a question about an orange which is an odd question from a very very, very different thing but uh, okay I appreciate the question. Uh, yeah, I mean the questions right. are good. There is there is uh, one more Discord question, mm. and I'm going to have to have a look who it was because I've said all those all the other people. Uh, Discord. If you want to join my Discord, you're more than welcome. By the way, just a little throw that out there. Go and join his Discord. Caracon one five three four. Um, so he, he actually asked a fairly good question, uh, and mm. I didn't budget and all the others because I didn't know where to sit it. But so if you could pick a character in the forty k forty k universe to share a house with, who would it be and why? Yeah. Oh. This might be the one time you don't go down the chaos route. Yeah, definitely no one from chaos. No chance. <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't <laughs> think it'll be anyone Imperium because all politics and. Yeah. And, uh, no. No one. Faith. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, too too religious for me. Um, no all. I tell you what, that would be a brilliant YouTube video. Is that you're re- you're tra- you're renting out a room in your house, and uh, you <laughs> doing interviews uh, with him. Yeah. Doing different interviews, though, so you can get Abaddon and Gasgol Thraka, um, <laughs> Eldrad Usran, <laughs> Farsight. Um, who would I want to? Oh, goodness. Ah, Silent King. The Silent King. I, I was thinking of Necron as well. Yeah, I was thinking of Necron. Why the Silent King in particular? You know he's not going to chat you to death. 
<laughs> his advisors might. He always has mates around that hang around with oh, him. He, does, he does have some mates, doesn't he? Uh, see, I don't mind that. Yeah, That's he's always fine. got those two mates with him. Yeah, just yeah, they write down and talk to. Oh, yeah, that would actually be quite annoying. Um, Trazen the Infinite, that would be a good one. He was my he was my go to when I saw this question. I hope we could think about it. Yeah, Trazen the Infinite was definitely my one. He loves some banging stories and had loads of stuff to show you. You could pretty much have exactly. whatever you want because he's got a collection of crap. Yeah, have you yeah. have you seen have you yeah. seen this this thing here? Oh, oh wow, I've never seen it. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> but how do you know if yeah, you this, lived this with is... him? How would you know you weren't part of his collection? I'd probably gladly be part of his collection, to be honest. It sounds like a relatively cushy life, so yeah. can't be too bad. I mean, you're in stasis, so yeah. true. You're not getting older, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Yes, that's true. And if he lets if he lets you live and stops you from aging, you get to yeah, you get to have a good look around. It's probably quite a nice life on his planet. Although Orican every every now and again will break in and do stupid shit, but yeah. Plus, if you wanted to build interest on your savings a bit better as well, you you make him put you in stasis for a few hundred years, and the interest in your savings would be fantastic. Yeah, cue the episode <laughs> from Future Armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. You can buy the last sardine can. <laughs> yeah yeah for me it definitely for similar reasons there definitely would be a necron uh i mean mainly uh, i love the infinite and diviners that there's the book the idea of like necrons like them being like grumpy old men i think it fits my persona quite well so i feel like we just sit there and just just grump out over things yeah yeah i i, I would dig that orcs would be too loud and too yeah. unpredictable yeah, constant parties yeah. Uh, yeah. Imperium would be too political and religious, like we said. Chaos would just be too chaotic to live with. They'll probably lose the remote. I hate that. I hate it when I lose the remote. <laughs> um, the kids have a really good habit of losing remote. Oh, what do your kids do really well, Ash? They lose the remote. <laughs> they do that really well. Um, funny enough, it's lost currently, and I am fuming. <laughs> so I have to get I couldn't up. Couldn't tell, mate. Couldn't tell. I have to get up and <laughs> turn the volume up and down. Um, and you've got to do that football with where the buttons are on the TV. Exactly. And you sometimes do the channel and, oh, no, I needed HDMI oh. 3, not 4. <laughs> oh, AV? <laughs> Who uses AV? Anymore? Oh. No, no, it annoys me greatly. Oh, compose myself now. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, no, Chaos would lose the remote. Yeah, that annoys me. Chaos yes, it was remote, yeah. Um, <laughs> Eldar, oh, they'll probably keep too many secrets and you wouldn't know what they're doing. They're all, yeah, they're all doom and gloom, aren't they, Eldar? Yeah. They need to cheer up a little bit. Exactly. Oh, this is nothing like our craft worlds. Oh, God, I can go back there then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. um, oh, the kinks that Dark Eldar would be into. Oh, yeah. oh God. Their, their bedroom would just be. <laughs> the, yeah. You, would, you wouldn't no. want to blacklight it. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. 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 Um, yeah. Who would you not want to live with? Astrobel Vect? Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Tau. As long as it's not an ethereal trying to. I feel like living with an ethereal would be like, oh, can I say this? I feel like living with an ethereal would feel like living with a Mormon, just constantly trying to convert <laughs> you. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love chatting I with Mormons. I gonna... probably love chatting with Ethereals. Yeah, yeah. 
I, th- I suppose if you're going to go towel route, then maybe Farsight would be okay. It's sort of like um, a rich tea biscuit, isn't it? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, Farsight, maybe. I mean, He'd be quite chill. Maybe there's like phases of life. Like, as a, as a, like chaos is like the kids always doing stupid things for the sakes of doing stupid things. You've got, yeah, yeah you sort of. Your Eldar, you, you go through those like mopey teenage years and you're yeah, just so a little your bit emo down. years. <laughs> that's yeah, dark Eldar. That's what dark Eldar. Some people, yeah, some people have those uh, those sorts of phases in life. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the Imperium was when you're taking everything far too seriously. Yeah, chill out a little bit. Yeah, when politics. Are, I'm going to. This sounds like a great. Like you're, you're right. This, this is a great. Oh. Yeah, it'd be a great YouTube video. Yeah, this would be a great YouTube, great YouTube video. Yeah, do it. I might, I might yeah. pitch this to Daz Absolutely. and see if we can get that sorted. That's uh... <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mister Thracker, um, what do you do for a living? I I lead the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that entail? <laughs> Crushing movies. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you back later, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much stuff do okay. you own, Trayson, Mister the Infinite? No, got. <laughs> yeah, how many rooms do you need for your yeah? You know, everything many... you just have the one. Are you sure that's going to be enough? We only have the one garage. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> <laughs> What about all of his pocket universes? Like, where are they going to go? Ugh. I suppose you could use the bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> so not, not the bookcase by accident. Just a universe pops up into existence. <laughs> like an army, just an entire army, just for real. Oh, for fuck's sake, not again! A Trazen comes back and sees that everything's out. And he's like, oh, Ash! Oh, I told you not to touch my stuff. Oh my god, there's so many ideas. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, why has no one done this yet? <laughs> it's probably be, I mean, this is like a whole like season of episodes by the sounds of it. So yeah, yeah. definitely, oh. definitely, should, you guys should should run with it. But not me. I'm not making that effort. Definitely, you guys should do that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can come and cameo if you like. <laughs> you yeah, can I'm play Trace in the it, Infinite. Uh, I'll have a shave. <laughs> yeah, I could have a shave. I could. I could probably be Horus. So I've, I've got the hairline for it. There you go, yeah. It'd be definitely one I'd want to um, to consider living with is Horace. Yeah, he might he might Spot- be cool? Probably not. Have you have you listened to or read the uh, End of the Death Part One or Part Two? Not yet. No. Okay, I won't, I won't do any spoilers then. There is oh. there is very specific reasons I would I wouldn't want to live with him that come out from from that book. That's for sure. Or those oh, books. Right. Okay. Then uh, no, <laughs> no, don't spoil anything. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there's one. There's definitely one thing I need to ask you about because again, it was something that you you sort of gave me a little sneak. We need to talk about this, and that's your Viking RPG. Yeah. So one of the main things I love doing especially around in this area, is we play a game called Dark Heresy, which is mm-hmm. basically a 
Warhammer 40k RPG, where you take role as an acolyte with the Inquisition, and the yep. DM takes you for an adventure. And it's very, you know, and I do like Dungeons and Dragons. Me and Lewis have done that before, um, and fantasy role play as well. But the one thing I, uh, you know, by anything Vikings, I really, really love. Um, and I wanted to do, and I'm sure there's other projects that are similar or the same, but it's something I really wanted to sit down and do. And it's actually taken me two and a bit years to actually nearly finish it <laughs> on and okay. off. Um, so, and I sort of da- sat down at the beginning of this year, um, you know, a couple of, a week ago. I had a look for it all and went, I, I can finish this in, I reckon it's nearly done. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've made a, a Viking, um, RPG, which will be called Path to Valhalla. Um, so you can create your own, um, Viking character, be it male or female. Um, there's different roles that you can do. You can go as a Viking warrior. You can be a berserker. You can be an Aesir priest. Um, all sorts of different. Sort of, and div- I've tried to make it so you can customize it as much as you can. Um, and it will be up to whoever is the dungeon master to create that world where they would be in. Um, and you can, I've made it, tried to make it so you can make it as fantasy based as you want. So really go down the mythological way of things or hmm. make it, try to make it historical storytelling. Um, yeah, okay. So there's sort of different aspects to it. I've um I'll, when it's done, or so when I think the first draft is done, I'll be sending it over to Team Drew's basement. Um, okay, cool. Drew over in the US to go and proofread. Um, yeah. Who I refer to as the uh, the master of RPGs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that that is a fair comment. Yeah, and um, yeah, go you know if you don't go and have a look at his YouTube channel, they, they have great fun over there. Um, yeah. So I can't think of anyone better to really um, sort of proofread it. He'll um, troubleshoot some bits and bobs, let me know what um, what needs fixing. So I'm hoping the whole thing will be finished by at least February. Okay, um, soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, I've been working hard on it, <laughs> mm, <laughs> if it yeah. this last week or so, especially trying to get everything ironed out. Um, so I'm hoping it can be done then. It might be a bit of stop start, um, but we, I've got I've got an idea of when I want it out. But but when it is done, it's going to be free. It's, oh, I'm not wow. charging cool. anybody. It's um, something that I want to give out to people who want it. It's yeah, you know, cool. Either I can send it via via PDF or I can put it up on my Instagram so people can download it. Um, that'd be really cool yeah but yeah no it's uh, anybody who wants to get do something different basically but no it's um it's been really good fun and i didn't think it would actually be any good but i got sort of a couple of friends to try out some character creations um a little while ago and they really enjoyed doing it so i was like okay no it's definitely worth finishing then definitely worth yeah but yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. Um, I've got my brother, who is an artist, doing some artwork for it as well. Um, Sweet. So it's not just going to be uh, rules on <laughs> white paper. <laughs> and there will yeah. there will be a little artwork. He also has a. Um, oh, I, I'm not very good with tech, he is, but um, 
it sort of like converts you or sort of different things into different things. So a picture of somebody gets transferred into a Viking. So there, there's your artwork done straight away. Yeah. Um, so he has um, software that allows you to do that, which I don't know. I assume it's magic. It definitely is. Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely, definitely is. Yeah. It's like edit a black box and it gets done for you. Magic. Yeah. Exactly. It's like editing. Is that how is that done? Magic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's um it's you know, something I've really enjoyed doing and yeah, I I just hope people have fun with it. Um if they want to do it. Yeah, yeah sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if if it takes off then and people enjoy it, I will do expansions and write a bit more to it. Cool. I'll definitely be looking for that. I mean, I people that listen to podcasts know I'm I'm the I was the perennial DM before for the little one. I've not done much since, but always was looking for that. I'm doing something similar on that, but it's 40k based. But yeah, no, I I massive fan of Viking. I'm I love like Viking like Norse mythology. Absolutely love it. It's, mm. it's incredible. So yeah, I'm, I'll I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll no, well, well, well I'll, I'll give sort of like insight. The first adventure I've written for it, so it's sort of like every every um. Every sort of book that does RPGing has sort of like an example adventure to do it. Yeah. So the um, the example adventure I've put on there is just finished the uh, the Great Heathen Army where they fought the um, Northumbrian Army, okay. and it's yeah. now split into warbands and leading a path to try and get your characters more renowned within mm-hmm. the Viking okay. communities and the tribes and everything. So. Yeah, that, that's where the example sort of leads off, and then it will go from there. But character creation is um, sort of more unique, where I've added in blessings from the Aesir. So Ooh. anyone who is a um, a fan of Vikings knows about the Seer. So basically, yeah. at the beginning in character creation, your character will go and visit the Seer, oh. and you roll on a D100 dice... <laughs> on yep. what the blessing and I've written 100 different results for that blessing good effort or blessing or curse depending but it, it sort of like then changes your character dependent yeah gives you a, I mean that's all about the replayability isn't it like that's that's what everyone plays D&D for is to make 50 different characters and, and have that so yeah that sounds like a really good 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 effort doing 100 yeah that's, that's impressive mm. no the, and uh, the worst part of that is trying to get it fit in a table <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's been it's been good fun today. So, um, yeah, good. Once once it's finished, I will put it up on Instagram. If you want it, then it is yours. I will now be first in the queue. That's for oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Uh, I I guess we talked a lot about a lot of it, but I sort of. As a, as a sort of ending, is there anything else that you do sort of outside of Warhammer or, or stuff like that, just kind of to chill out? Yeah, um, I suppose um, being a dad, I spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah, um, I, like I said, I've got two kids from a previous and a baby here, um, so try to do as much as I can with them. Um, I do play rugby as well. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I actually went to university to play rugby. (laughs) (laughs) Not do Warhammer. Dad (laughs) doesn't like it. Um, No. um, So, no, uh, I played rugby when I was at university. Unfortunately, I had a really bad neck injury, which forced me out of it. Um, 
but I've been given the all clear and I'm back to training now. Um, So I train every Sundays. Um, And yeah, uh, apart from sitting and writing RPGs, (laughs) um, no, it's a a lot of chill out time with my wife and the kids, really. I live a quite a humble, chill life. It's quite nice. I feel like you, it's, it's one of those ones. I, I say you feel like you have to, but you don't. I certainly having a little one. Well, my focus changed quite a lot to like, I want to. I want to spend that time with mm. them. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's a weird one that when you're with kids, you, you're kind of like, oh, like you can be a bit of a pain sometimes. And then the moment like you're not, they're not there, you're like, oh, yeah. I wish they were, I wish they were here. That's how I feel about with um, my eldest and my middle is when, you know, when they're not here, I miss them. Yeah. When they are here, they get on my tits. <laughs> as kid, yeah. as is their job as children. Absolutely, is their job. Yeah. Is their job too. But no, I I cherish every moment with them. And uh, and now the boy is wanting to do more Warhammer. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more Just merging together. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make me broke. <laughs> to make you broke, but to have two doubles teams. That's going to be four there you go. Of you. Yeah, I've I've made a partner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't have to fish around for a doubles partner anymore. You've grown one. Yeah. Oh, Lewis, you're not available. Don't worry. I've made a partner. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't need you, Lewis, anymore. <laughs> actually, go make your own doubles partner. <laughs> Ben's playing Necrom, so <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that was my last sort of main question. There, there is one question. I don't know that you were listening to an episode earlier today, so you probably know what's coming, but. If you could pick one person in the community and uh, they were the only person you could play Warhammer with for the rest of time, who would it be and why? And you can't say Daz Such or Lewis. Difficult question. Um, play Warhammer for the rest of my life. Um, say the obvious answer you would think would be Dave from Mini Wargaming, but. He's got way too much energy for me to be with him oh, 24-7. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine he's just constantly on it. Um, yeah. You know what? You know what? I think, Matt, you could have a good game with him at any time. Son of Gorkamokai, Matt. I think yeah. you could probably play games with him for the rest of your life, and you'd have fun every single time. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's got, I think he's got a few different armies as well. Can we're a lot of different lists, so yeah, he's, yeah. that's a solid choice. He'd, he'd be the one getting bored with me. How's the gang? Come on, mate. <laughs> get, get your ultramarines back out. <laughs> See, I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> your wife sold him. You, you have no idea where they are. Oh, uh, probably the second ultramarines lot to have got sold or <laughs> thrown away. I, I wouldn't buy them. No under your sprue bed, that's what they are. You just can't see because all the sprue <laughs> hides it under the sprue bed. <laughs> They're making the little uh, legs <laughs> that <laughs> they just piled on top of each other. Like, oh. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what all, all trains are good for, right? It's just holding up other people. Exactly. Especially tactical marines. What are tactical marines anymore? No one knows. They're just mini primaris, aren't they? Aren't they like for, for the, oh my god, what's even called? I keep thinking they're just Titanicus, but that's like small knights. What's the new one? Adeptus, Imperialis. Uh, Ad- Adeptus Imperi- yeah, Imperialis. Yeah. That's what they are. They're just like, they're just Adeptus Imperialis Primaris. Yeah. Uh, I did see somebody um, 
make a Primaris model with a leash to those little ones. That I, sh- like their I, shared that. I shared that to my stories. It was so incredible. I was not interested in those mini marines whatsoever. I no. saw that and I was like, that is absolutely incredible. That's Just the walk, only walk time rhino. they're acceptable <laughs> is a walk in your rhino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. No, um, yeah. it. so Matt, son of Gorka Mokai, well done, mate. You, you've won the award. You have to put up with me for the rest of your life. Yeah, Sean will be gutted, Paul. But yeah, may, maybe I'll look after Sean for you. And then, so, yeah. Sean asked me a question about a cupcake. <laughs> this, I mean, this is fair. <laughs> okay. Sean, I think you've just realised your, your lesson there. You, you've lost your rights to play an Ash for the rest of the time. To Matt. <laughs> but you poor lad. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm gonna ask that question to every guest but now. That's uh, that's the way out of it. It was just your face when um when I answered the question about cupcakes. <laughs> that was a that was a solid answer to that question. Yeah, it was. I definitely didn't expect that. Nah, um, yeah, yeah. If you could see yeah. my belly, you'd know I know about cupcakes. Yeah, you know it's mine's below the camera line as well. It's uh, yeah, it's there for a reason. <laughs> Mainly because it hangs that low. Christmas has just been it's allowed to. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Not not the fact that it was there before before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that that was it. That was all my questions. Oh. I've managed to suffer through all of all of my questions. No, I'm suffering through. No, absolutely not. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm glad. And obviously, if anybody wants to find Ash, they can find you on Instagram. So you've got your to Lord of Chaos, T E Lord of Chaos, because of the. I I did watch the the was it the Inquisition where you talked about that? Mm-hmm. It was too long to get on Instagram, so it had to be te. I had to take off the H in the not as in chaos. No, <laughs> that, now thinking about it, I could have actually done that because chaos would still be chaos without the H. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in one of the first books, um, I think it's where they interact with the Interex. I think the Interex spell it K A O S. Yeah, in yeah. that book, I think. I could have done that. Yeah, but now you're Tit Lord of Chaos. Yeah, Tit Lord so, of Chaos. Tit Lord. Tit, tit Lord of Chaos. Yeah. That's, that's a great name. So, yeah. 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 Um, and then, obviously, there's, there's videos with Dazma Wargaming and stuff like that. There's their Instagram and the, the YouTube, Twitch, all the stuff you talked about. I'll put links to it to show your Instagram and, and all the Dazma Wargaming stuff in there. Oh, you're a star. Thank you so bit much. Of, the wordy bit of this podcast, whatever it's called. It's getting late, people. I can't remember words anymore. Description. That's the one. Description, yes, the description description. of the podcast. Yeah, nothing. Um, Yeah, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you, and I am very much looking forward to chatting with you again in the future. And yeah, if you do come over this way during your your tour, I am always up for a game. So I would love that. We'll um we'll chat after, and uh, we'll get something organised. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll see you on an hour of chaos season three. Yes. Yeah. Do we have to do these little intro things again for you for season two? Because they were hilarious. Yeah, why not? We're like picking up the phone and stuff. Yeah, I, I do want to do something again like that. Uh, I I feel that I might annoy too many people again because <laughs> I annoyed a couple of people because they they were like, yeah, I'll do a video, and then there's a couple of days past, I like, I still not had your video. I won't mention names, Chloe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still haven't you had your just, video. Ash, I'm you just reuse hers. Just use, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. reuse her. Just reuse it, it's fine. Yeah. She just looks the same every single season from, from now on. <laughs> she never on. shows her face on it, even though she's on camera in the interview. If we, if we do a video together, she never shows her face. <laughs> so I'll just do my hand. There we go. That's just... Oh, this is going to time 
time link this one completely as well. Have you seen Chloe's hand at the minute? No. What do you oh, mean? So, so over Christmas, she managed to cut open. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Hand open with a, yeah. with a, with a hobby I, knife. I She's, felt bad not, not remembering that because I messaged her going, you all right? <laughs> you she, sent me, she sent me multiple pictures of it. It is... She's done a number there. Like the last picture she showed me, the, the cut was didn't have stitches in it anymore, but it was like purple. Like the entire thing was like purple and, and yellow. Oh. So she might she might not do it with a hand if you ask her early enough now. It might yes. just be the old face. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll get her, her partner to do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chloe, I'm pretty sure that's not your hand, love. I <laughs> I've got two videos, these hands are not alive. <laughs> no, you got tattoos on your hands. <laughs> And now it's all of a sudden not got one. <laughs> oh, bless her. No, and I, I, yeah, that was that was good fun to do that actually. That's uh, in fact, yeah, I'm going to start messaging after. I'm so sorry, everybody. If, if you get a message and you listen to this, I'm so so sorry. <laughs> you do know when you have to do a video now. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not very good at doing that sort of stuff. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll write something up because uh, that's what I did last time. I, I wrote a, sort of like a, an idea. I went, this is what I'm thinking, guys. Can you do that? And um, just do what you want and I'll react to it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I can I can do that. Yeah, Funny enough, problem. Scott's one, uh, Ryan's one, Paint Party Scott, He um, his lasted around a minute and a bit. I only asked for 20 seconds. <laughs> 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 Lewis's was um, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> uh, he was having a full conversation with you. It was full on. It was. You only see a snippet of it. <laughs> but yeah, it was. There was more to it, and there was actually another video that went with it. But I wanted to add it in, but I couldn't quite add it in. It was just basically <laughs> him ringing someone up and going, "Beware, mate." Season two's coming. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. No, I, no we'll, we'll do something. Watch yeah, out for that on Instagram. Yeah, everyone check out the Instagram. Go go to the link that I've just provided to, to, to World of Chaos. There you go, then. Yeah. And yeah, my, my, I'll do a plug for me now. Thank you, everyone, for, for joining the, the podcast again. I really appreciate everyone listening to it. I don't know how I've had so many listeners and how this has gone on for over a year but I, I really appreciate it um, if you did enjoy it please do the subscribe, review, whatever wherever you found it, it'd be, be really appreciated um, and if you want to get in touch with me you're more than welcome to, you can come and get me on Instagram so First Rank Fire Podcast, you can get me on uh, threads yeah that's a thing, I do threads as well and join the Discord because it's a lot of fun you get to see some really cool paint jobs and stuff like that and you get to Get ashes on there. You can poke ash and get annoy ash on there as well. Ask me and more you... cupcake related questions. Yeah, you can go and you can go and annoy Sean about that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I don't expect anything less. It, it is typical Sean. Yeah, it is very typical Sean. Yeah, I, when he wrote it, I was like, yeah, that that doesn't surprise me at all. That, yeah. When you said that was from him, I went, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. That's, maybe I shouldn't have even told you. You've just been like, "Yeah, oh, okay, this is Sean." Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, he keeps asking me many questions about cake. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you everybody for for joining me and, and Ash again. Thank you so much. And, and yeah, no, thank you for having time. me. It's it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, def- definitely, definitely my pleasure. So yeah, and yeah. 
Just before I go, I wanted to do a, a massive shout out to some of my new patrons. So there's Nicholas, aka Macaulay Dracula, over on my Discord. Johannes, who's uh, one with a hat does 40k over on Instagram. Dave, who's 41st Millennium over on Instagram. And Patrick, who's Whip Minis over on Instagram. I really appreciate the support that you guys have, have, have shown to the podcast. And yeah, it really goes to sort of helping out. If anyone else wants to join the podcast, then I'll put a link in the description below and obviously it will all go to sort of towards the podcast and, and sort of helping me try and progress the, the, the podcast going forward. So yeah, thank you very much for all your support to everybody and I, yeah, I really appreciate it. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye everybody. <laughs>